Hello Cryptonauts, today we are recording for January 22nd, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10. Uh, we haven't done DeFi in a while. DeFi. Let's do DeFi. DeFi coins. Number one, what are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. Market cap? making this up as we go okay so number one uh, DeFi coins by market cap number one Chainlink with a market cap of a thousand million billion 12.3 billion number two wrapped Bitcoin with 6.29 296 uh, billion number three Uniswap with 5.870 million billion billion number four Ave with 5.132 billion Number five, Synthetics Network Token with 3.300 billion. And number six, Terra with 2.657 billion. Number seven, The Graph with 2.403 billion. Number eight, CETH with 2.313 billion. And number nine, CDI with 2.276 billion. And number 10, DAI with 2.220 billion dollars all right so that is your top 10 DeFi coins by market cap your overall total market cap is at 1.526 trillion dollars up by oh no gains no loss as of this moment all right let's get started with your crypto news of the day Alright Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming from Andrew Asmakov. Grayscale pulls, pulls in $1 billion in Bitcoin in one week. Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust has seen a $1.2 billion influx of fresh funds from investors since January 15th, according to its latest filing with the SEC. Michael Sunison was appointed to the company's new CEO earlier this month, tweeted the exact amount totaled $1,276,147,151. Wow. That is the record number for GBTC, which saw an average of $217 million raised on a weekly basis in Q4 of 2020. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Next news, written by Tim Copeland. Bannock files for ETF that gives investors exposure to crypto companies. Asset manager Vanek has filed for digital asset ETF with the SEC paving the way for institutional investors to be able to get exposure to shares in companies that gain most of the value from cryptocurrencies. This ETF will track the performance of, of the MVIS, Global Digital Asset Equity, Equity Index, which tracks the performance of the digital asset industry. This includes companies that operate crypto exchanges, payment gateways, mining operations, and those that hold significant amount of cryptocurrencies on their balance sheets, such as balance sheets, 
such as MicroStrategy. To be eligible, companies must generate more than 50% of the revenues from cryptocurrency projects or ones that, when developed, have the potential to do so. Several companies in the crypto space are looking at going public, including Coinbase and Bact. It's possible that the fund could include these shares in the future. Okay, next news, written by Scott Chaplina, mayor of Miami is building out his cryptocurrency team. Miami Mayor Francis uh, Suarez said today that he is building out a team to help develop his plan for getting more involved in the cryptocurrency space with announcements coming out this week. Speaking in an interview with Cryptex Finance, he was asked whether he had considered investing in Ethereum instead of Bitcoin given that he could create applications to collect taxes directly on the blockchain platform itself. We'd love to do that. What we're looking at is two things. One is to accept crypto for payment and the other, and there's a process, right? We probably won't hold Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency. We'll probably have a third party hold it and take the cryptocurrency. In the extent there is some volatility, the mayor said. We'd love to explore the platform. I'm building out my team. That's starting on Monday. I'm going to be making some major announcements next week, he added. Awesome. Cryptex Finance is the team behind TCAP, a total crypto market cap token which gives the holders real-time price exposure to the total cryptocurrency market cap. Ooh, I gotta sneeze. I have to sneeze. I gotta pause it. Ooh, pause it right on time. Okay, uh, next news, written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Uh, Bitcoin gains to $3,000 after it dropped over uh, double spend fears. Mm-mm-mm. Bitcoin gained over $3,000 this morning after a brutal drop to 28750 Yesterday, it trades at over uh, $31,500 at press time, but is down by 5% compared to Thursday's high. Reports from yesterday's uh, attributed the sudden price drop of the rumors of a double spend, a term used to describe the phenomena of one digital token being spent two times in uh, the Bitcoin protocol. However, the rumor was later debunked by multiple proponents over Twitter and the social media sites. There were headlines about a double spend in Bitcoin. Many many took that took that to mean that the Bitcoin has a, a catastrophic flaw. It doesn't or the network is not secure or that Bitcoin is somehow broken, said Bitcoin educator and podcast host Andreas Antonopoulos. I wonder if it explains it. I know what I know what happened, but uh, I want to see if it says here. Trading data, da da da, okay. Ba, ba, ba. Technical tools used to calculate average price over a certain period of time, okay. Uh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't say. So in regards to the double spend, there was a there was a, a certain individual, let's, I don't know, let's call him Alex. Let's say Alex was uh, making a transaction, a $1,000 transaction on the Bitcoin blockchain, and he used the lowest fees, the lowest fees possible, but at the time, um, his his transaction wasn't getting through the, in, in, into the blocks. So as time went on, it just kind of sat there in the mempool, and he wanted either to dis- make that decision, is it going to go through, is it not going to go through, what is going to do, he wanted to go through, so what he did was, um, you could, technically, once you already have it um, sitting in the mempool, is you can add, depending on your wallet, your advancement in the wallets that you use, your, your, your hot wallets, you can actually uh, adjust a um, an additional payment to the original transaction, which is considered a um, the, the 
the child pays for the parent kind of transaction where you can re you can the original transaction that was supposed to go through that has not gone through into the network yet into the block you can make another transaction to push an additional amount uh, in fees to boost up the original transaction to make that go through to the network well um, the first transaction that was already pending in the mempool took so long that that Alex decided you know what I'm just gonna put another transaction in and push and, and force that uh, that original transaction to go through which he did well what happened was that um, he pretty much was able to push that transaction through but it ended up splitting in two two different blocks because right when that happened and he pushed the block through it was already being decided on another block a split block that it was going to go through so what what happened was that when you look at the blockchain it ended up forking which this actually does happen quite quite regular it does actually happen a lot you know this is what surprised me when this came out when this like okay double span attack i'm like what are you, what are you guys talking about this it's not that big of an issue because the 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 bitcoin the bitcoin blockchain is is it, the algorithm is very very sophisticated you can't just make a double spent it just doesn't happen like that so what happens is if it does if something like this does get into the network and it's showing the two transactions of the same one of them which is normally the oldest transaction that gets into the network is going to stay there the longest through the longest chain and the other one will be rejected either i'll be either i'll end up being an uncle or uh pretty much just like a dead like a into a dead block you know like you just you'd kind of burn up your your transaction fee that's pretty much it um so that's what happened everyone freaked out because they see two transactions are the same but if they paid attention if people paid attention then they would see oh this kind of the second one ended up it and it ended up going into a like dead block you know okay so what it happens a lot if you go back in time it happens a lot um it is what it is but bitcoin network is moving along very strongly okay next news written by scott tiplino skybridge coo big investor could push bitcoin above five hundred thousand uh, dollars institutional investment into bitcoin could push the cryptocurrency price up to five hundred thousand dollars according to skybridge capital coo brett messing unless the coin remains a very niche asset bitcoin is either a super niche asset that trades between five hundred five hundred dollars and five fifty thousand dollars or it's worth well over five hundred thousand dollars messing told decrypt adding it's hard for me to sell to see how one hundred fifty thousand dollars makes sense for it Skybridge Capital is an investment advisor firm with over $7 million in assets under management and is run by former White House Communication Director Anthony Scaramucci. It launched its Bitcoin fund on January 4th with minimum investment of $50,000. In fact, Messin is so confident in Bitcoin's future that he believes it will reach highs of $100,000 in just over a year. I would be surprised if we don't get above $100,000 in the next 15 16 months he added but a price of half a million dollars depends on whether or not institutional investors keep buying bitcoin if institutional continues to purchase bitcoin messing said the price will surge past 150 thousand dollar bracket and do so easily all right 
Next, news written by Jason Nelson. Suku wants to help farmers and ranchers access microloans via DeFi. Blockchain-based supply chain provider Suku today unveiled a new microfinancing ecosystem that will provide lending services to farmers, ranchers, and other small businesses. Suku says the mission of the Suku DeFi protocol is to incentivize the participation of people who might not have access to financial services such as micro-lending. Straight out of Los Gatos, Los Gatos, California based Suku, an example for the supply chain as a service company launched in 2016 to make supply chain more transparent and accessible to users. It uses a hybrid approach for payments and transactions, the Ethereum blockchain for public payments, and the Suku token and consensus quorum blockchain for private supply chain transactions. One customer, True Tribe, a Paris-based producer of handcraft activewear using recycled plastic waste, uses the Suku supply chain to track clothing products and to prove the stakeholders' claims of authenticity, legality, and sustainability. Other companies that use the Suku include uh, Sencoast, the third largest retail chain in Latin America, and Avery Denison, the largest manufacturer of near-field communications in the world. It partnered with Suku in May 2020 on COVID-19 test kit and PPE traceability. Nice. Suku. Next news written by Tim Copeland. MicroStrategy buys another $10 million in Bitcoin again? Jeez Louise. This guy don't quit, does he? Uh, business intelligent firm MicroStrategy has bought a further $10 million in Bitcoin according to the SEC filing. It bought an additional 314 Bitcoin at an average price of $31,808, including fees and expenses. MicroStrategy now holds 70,784 Bitcoin in total, according to the filings. This puts the firm's average purchase price at 16035 per coin. This is higher than it was previously because the firm purchased the, these newer coins at much higher prices than its earlier purchases. Next news, written by Anthony Asmakov. PayPal crypto service will drive up its stock price, says analyst. Can I hold my microphone? Yes, I can. There you go. Yes, I can. Financial services firm BTIG analyst Mark Palmer has upgraded PayPal from neutral to buy, setting a $300 price target for its stock. The company's shares were up 1.79% since yesterday, reaching a value of $250 before the trading session on Friday. In a note to investors earlier this week, Palmer uh, asserts that PayPal's strong transaction on its cryptocurrency initiative could see the fintech company annual revenue grow by more than $1 billion by 2022. Custody and trading services for the PayPal are powered by Paxos Crypto Brokerage, the operator of Itbit Crypto Exchange. The platform's trading volume has spiked since the start of the year, with $242 million worth of, worth of crypto moved in a single day, January 11th. Alright, next news written by Liam Frost. Tether is fully backed by reserves, says Deltec Deputy CEO. Uh, recently, a Medium post titled The 
bit short the bit short inside crypto doomsday machine and published by the pseudonymous user called crypto crypto anonymous raised several concerns in regards to crypto firm tether and its usdt stablecoin however most allegations listed there are unsubstantiated uh, Gregory Pepin, deputy CEO of the Bahamas-based Deltec Bank and Trust, Tether's offshore banking partner, stated during the latest episode of the Unchained Podcast, published today. One of the key points in the Crypto Anonymous, uh, Anonymous, Anonymous post was that the fact that from January 2020 to September 2020, the amount of all foreign currencies held by the Bahamian Bahamian domestic banks increased by only $600 million, while Tethers issued around $5.4 billion worth of USDT during the same period. This, the user claims, suggests that the lion's share of those stablecoins wasn't actually backed by real US dollars, not a domestic bank. However, according to Pepin, Crypto Anonymous was looking for a Deltex holding in the wrong place. He explained that the Bahamas is a so-called offshore jurisdiction uh, and there were two categories of the bank, domestic and international. In the domestic bank, there is two types of license linked to it. You have what they call authorized dealer license and, and the authorized agent license. Deltec do own an authorized agent license, which is a license that allows them to custody Bahamian dollars. According to the guidelines published by the Central Bank of the uh, Bahamas Bank, uh, that are licensed by an authorized agent can conduct trust another fiduciary business for residents and non-residents. Since Deltec doesn't have an authorized uh, dealer license, Pepin added that the bank can't hold cash and deposits in Bahamian dollars. Okay, so where is the money? USDT is backed by a reserve. Speaking about the allegations that USDT might not be fully backed by the corresponding amounts of US dollars, Pepin also stated that every tether is backed by a reserve. Their reserve is fully backed and more than what is in circulation. We can see it firsthand, so I can confirm you that said pep said pep pepin rumors don't make any sense as decrypt reported dell tech recently stated that it has been in a large position in bitcoin but didn't disclose which clients this was for this was for uh, some crypto experts have already raised concerns in the past that if tether is at least partially backed by bitcoin this could limit investors ability to remove funds if btc price crashes we are, we are aware of recent statements by Deltec Bank and Trust Limited about the purchase of digital tokens for on or behalf of their customers. Tether does not outsource decisions about its reserves. Deltec does not purchase digital tokens for and on Tether's behalf. Tether General Counsel Stuart Hogner told Decrypt at the time. All right, next news. Written by Danny Phillips. Is Bitcoin halal? Good question. Whether or not Bitcoin is halal has been a point of contention for many Muslims, as well as several Islamic banks and financial authorities in recent years. This has left many Muslims worried about investing in cryptocurrencies, particularly during times of extreme growth, since they couldn't be sure where where the appreciation of the investment would be considered haram or halal um, under Islamic law. With around 1.9 billion Muslims in the world equivalent to almost a quarter of the world's population, a clear consensus on the Islamic view of Bitcoin could be a major boon for adoption. Bitcoin is mostly halal, says scholar. According to Islamic law, there are a number of 
criteria that individuals must adhere to in order to ensure their investments or other income is considered halal for one income attained through unethical or exploitative means such as bribery, extortion, or profiteering is considered haram. It would be challenged to argue that simply using Bitcoin as a standard payment method would violate this tenet. So what? Scrolling on down. Oh, it's a nice little video. Is Bitcoin halal or haram? Well, check that out. In 2019, podcast with, with Radio Finance International UK-based Islamic finance and fintech consultant Mufti Faraz Adam was enthusiastic about Bitcoin's potential to create a system that works in favor of people. He added, it's fair, it's just, it's, tra- it's transparent, it's atomized, it's not monopolized, then I don't see why Shari's would prohibit this system. Uh-huh. Although most use of Bitcoin can be strongly argued to be halal, there are several popular uses that are almost certainly haram. One of them is gambling. Oh, another one is DeFi. Mm, there you go. So, there you go. Alright, next news. How to buy Bitcoin anonymously. Bitcoin isn't anonymous. At best, it's pseudo-anonymous. You can hide your real identity easily enough, but anyone can trace your transactions on a public ledger and leverage that information to find out who you really are. Seeking anonymous anonymity isn't just uh, the preserve of criminals and those with something to hide. There are plenty of good reasons why you might want to buy Bitcoin anonymously. Okay, one is for your information. Scammers are looking for opportunity to, to pry your Bitcoin away from you. Mm-hmm. So how to buy anonymously? Bitcoin ATMs. Now they've been regulated, so you can't do that. Let me see, buying Bitcoin anonymously offline. Let's see, peer-to-peer, you go to local Bitcoins. There you go. How about uh, using Tor? If you're going to go online, um, using Bitcoin Tumblr's Tor. This is actually a republish, isn't it? Who wrote this? This is a, I literally read this. It looks like almost verbatim. Scott Chaplina? I think I read this like a few months ago. Verbatim. It's just a reprint. How interesting. And you know what I noticed is that there's a few news articles that are popping up that I feel like I've already read verbatim. Oh, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Decrypt. After dark web mixer Helix was shut down by law enforcement. Okay, so where did everybody go? In December 2020, so published chain analysis showed that the dark net markets trading in Bitcoin. I did read all this. I know I read this. Maybe 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 I read it not not on here on the podcast, but maybe I read it just on my own time. Anyways, next news, written by written by Matthew DeSalvo, Russia's largest retail bank to launch stablecoin report. Russia's largest retail bank is working to release its own stablecoin, according to reports. Moscow-based uh, Surebank this month sent an application to Russia's central bank to issue a digital token for its customers, uh, news agency Interfax reported today. The digital token will be pegged to the Russian ruble and will run on the blockchain, uh, the news report said. This stablecoin could be launched as early as the spring. Okay, that's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. Next news, written by Will Gottsengen. Bitcoin, double spin, spook software firm into $4 million sell-off. Wah, wah, wah. Well, you, you, you lost out on that, buddy. The software company Next Tech AR Solutions has sold off all 130 of its Bitcoin worth roughly $4 million, citing 
recent reports of a possible double spend on the blockchain. A double spend happens when the blockchain process the same data in two blocks, a, poten a potentially system-busting failure since faith in cryptocurrency depends so much on a single uh, on the security of these impartial decentralized systems, a single flaw can have far-reaching consequences for the market. But analysts are suggesting that rumored double spend never happened at all. So what happened? According to reports, BitMEX research stale blocks may have just been the product of a routine split in the Bitcoin blockchain, also known as a block reorganization. This would mean that no uh, no Bitcoin was actually spent twice and that the blockchain remains uncompromised. Exactly. Yeah. Stale blocks. There you go. Stale blocks. Next tech is a software company that ignored the warning signs and followed the market to an extreme dumping its entire Bitcoin stash in the wake of an initial double spend rumor. Even uh, Gappelberg, uh, next tech's CEO, commented on the sell-off in a statement, quote, This sell reflects our awareness that something potentially has changed with Bitcoin. If the system is built on scarcity and faith in the system, then a double spend would eliminate both, essentially destroying the store of value it was meant to be. In light of this potential outcome, I have decided to move the cash as this story is still unfolding. You should have never done that, my friend. Never. Oh, well, you missed out now. Next news written by Andrew Hayward. Gaming, uh, crypto gaming thrived in 2020 as uh, NFT's interest uh, surged. Report. The blockchain-based video game industry grew steadily over the course of 2020, according to a new report from DAP Radar, in association with... In associate, in association with the Blockchain Gaming Alliance, with increased in overall daily users and significant leaps in the amount of activity around gaming non-fungible token collectibles, daily activity across all crypto games grew 35% from the year, uh, from the start of the year to the end of 2020. The report details finishing the year with just less than 20,000 daily active users. The total trading volume grew by more by even more significantly at the rate of 191%, ending the year at $173,500 per day on average in December. Okay, next news, written by Alexander Behrens. Tether users flee to Tron from Ethereum amid high fees. Tether transactions are on the rise, but in a different place than you might as expect. Uh, high fees on the Ethereum appear to be pushing people to use Tron for transfer of Tether for the world's most popular stablecoin. There has been more Tether transactions on the Tron blockchain than the Ethereum blockchain every day thus far in 2021, according to blockchain data provider CoinMix. Uh, that's th that's in spite of Ethereum housing more than 50% of 50% more Tether tokens than the Tron blockchain. Mm -hmm. It could be a warning sign that the high fees will drive crypto traders to alternative blockchains, thriving in Ethereum's position as the de facto center of the crypto trading universe. Next news, written by, written by, Will Gutzengen. Bitcoin boom drives Coinbase assets on platform above $90 billion. Uh, in a newly released YRM report, Coinbase has said it now has over $90 billion in cryptocurrencies on its platform. The report, which is geared to Coinbase's institutional clients, was released Friday afternoon in attempts to clarify the company's place on the broader crypto ecosystem. Topics include the state of Bitcoin 2020 as well as the Ethereum DeFi 
crypto regulations and crypto dollars, otherwise known as stablecoins. These are cryptocurrencies that aim to eliminate volatility with backing from fiat money. Coinbase, together with payments from Circle, has launched stablecoin USDC back in 2018. The idea that the price is always at dollar and that it's one real dollar for every USDC issued. USDC is still a distant second to the tether in terms of market capitalization and trading volume, though the growth of USDC is currently outpacing the market leader. Yeah, nice, very nice. Next news, written by. Almost done, we're almost done, we're almost done. Written by Jeff Benson. Redditor pumps GameStop trading halted for Bitcoin like volatility. Hmm. GameStop stock closed at new record today of $65.01 after closing at $43.03 yesterday. 10, go- 10 days ago, it wasn't even worth $20. Five months ago, you could get a share for a fiver. Uh, that's some Bitcoin-like growth for the video game retail. More than 51% rise from the day comes in the same in the form of cryptocurrency pumps, schemes, vocal redditors, urging other buyers to buy, 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 and blasting anyone with the timetry to sell in the midst of a rally. What? Excuse me, sorry. Citrion has stopped commenting on GME stocks after receiving so much hostility from letters left indicated. Uh, to be fair, there is something to the price rise. Investors Ryan Cohen and co-founder pet food company Chewy took control of the three, three board seats last week. Cohen is expected to take the company from its spot near the food, food court into e-commerce. And perhaps he can do Dogecoin next. All right, next news and last news of the day. Written by Jeff Benson. Value investor Bill Miller buys MicroStrategy debt for the Bitcoin. Hmm, what? Bill Miller, a value investor whose estimated net worth is close to $1 billion, sees plenty of value in Bitcoin and, by extension, the publicly traded company that owns more than $2.3 billion of it. In, in an investor's letter dated January 21st, he explained Miller's value fund's recent purchase of MicroStrategy's 0.75 uh, convertible bond. It's all about the Bitcoin. MicroStrategy, a MicroStrategy, a business intelligence company that trades on NASDAQ, holds 70,784 Bitcoin after it purchased another $10 million, currently valued at $2.3 billion. Already? After already betting big on BTC throughout 2020, late last year, Mike Shaler led company sold $650 million in debt securities to order uh, to in order to buy more. Mm-hmm. Let's go on down. Just like he and MicroStrategy, MicroStrategy, just like he and MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor must ignore the company's stock price since MicroStrategy's market capitalization is around $5.4 billion and $2.3 billion of that comes from, from Bitcoin. Its share price tends to go up and down when the price of BTC, which sheds $5,000 in value between Wednesday and Thursday before rebounding somewhat today. Miller's, Miller isn't concerned. Not owning any Bitcoin has been a massive mistake, and we expect that we'll, we will continue to be true. Okay. All right, Captain Nuts, we are done. We are done. We are done. So with that said, hopefully you enjoy this podcast. I'm still trying to do my best to catch up. We still got, I don't know, we're, we're closing on in. Uh, now we're within the month. We're no longer outside of that monthly uh, podcasting phase. So I'm hoping, hoping, crossing my fingers, two weeks, two weeks to catch up. Because I'm trying to stack these episodes up as much as possible. 
Uh, it's uh, unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable to think that I'm falling this far behind. It took this this long to start catching up. It's crazy how much crypto news there is. So, anyways, I'm stacking them up. I'm stacking them up. I'm stacking them up. Stacking boxes. All right. So yeah, actually stacking them up. Stack sats and hodl. Adios.